Sold at 560. 785 at first. 785 at second. Be sure. 785 at third. Third time. Sold. Third and third time at 910,000 pounds. Sold. Welcome to the current edition of the All Prop Chat. This prop chat is follows the commercial auction on the 25th of May. My name is George Walker, and I'm joined together with my colleagues in the same office for a change. Ben Hodge. Hi, Ben. Hi, George. And Will Clough. Good afternoon. So we're all in Wigmore Street. In the week that the Elizabeth Line opened in London, we're all very excited about that. And we've all had go getting in, um, fighting off the crowds. So, Will, just summarise, we had a... I'll just do a brief overview, and then you'll run through what actually talk about specifically 92 million pound sale is the biggest sale for a good six months and it was a real voter conference in our market i think probably the biggest factor there is 31 of those lots were over a million quid so 58 million pound raised in that sector um that's an overview well what are we going to cover today uh, a few points to touch on we'll try and keep it brief and interesting as ever um we'll look at where the auction sits in the sort of wider context be it economic or political um touch on the bigger lots george mentioned the number there but we'll, we'll delve into a little bit of detail there then we'll veer towards c stores and with a particular highlight on mccall's i think hodgie will bring up the morbid section on funeral parlors that we've been selling and then um back to good old friend favorite boots okay and that'll bring us to the end so economic context ben yeah your thoughts because it's changed a bit hasn't it yeah really interesting we've, we've had 2022 year to date i think for everyone has been quite an interesting one we've got you know fears of recession at the moment we've got interest rates rising inflation cost of living crisis all over the newspapers and let's not forget the war in ukraine however demand for our auctions you know it's up 25 percent on march is that the number of buyers the number of bidders the numbers of buyers that have registered to bid for our auction is up 25%. That is extraordinary. And they're, they're newbies, aren't they? A lot of them are. You know, talking to people on the phone, we are, you know, we're fielding questions about things like VAT that your seasoned investor would would know all about and, you know, having to set up entities and, and how to... And these are probably people who are used to one or two buy-to-lets and they, they haven't come across the... Exactly. I, I think we are seeing people move across from uh, one sector to another, so from residential to commercial. We've seen it for a long time. But I just I felt that more so this all and probably getting out of other asset classes completely. Yeah. With the volatility in other other markets. But actually bizarre in the context of lockdown because the residential sector, the rents were more continuous than commercial. But, but I think we were probably a little bit cautious before the March auction. Yeah. Where, you we know, were, the war was pretty new. We didn't quite know what was going to happen. The, the inflation was. I mean, you, no one's lived through current day, haven't lived through inflation, when a double digit inflation from nothing for five years. Um, I think the rising raising rates, the rising rates is interesting because we were very worried about that. I, had, I sat down with a buyer on Tuesday. He's saying it's all very well, George. You've gone from 0.1% to 1%, which is a factor of 10 in but it's three months. But it's still only 1%. And 10-year money apparently was 3.5%. It's now back down to 3%. So in the context, they go 5, you know, in the mid-noughties, money was 5.5% all day long. And we're now talking 3 to 10 years. So the, the appeal of a high-yielding sector remains. It, it does. It does. And, um, you know, I think to, to have an increase in 25 percent of registrations is is remarkable. 
um, because actually going into this auction, there were many reasons, as we just said, that many people could say, actually, I'm going to step away from the market. But, but so they many, didn't. They've yeah, but so many people said, well, you put a million pounds in the account, it's worth 10% less in 12 months' time. That's true. Uh, and whatever the yield, it's is yeah. getting incremental yield. I think it's also encouraging. It shows that our marketing works. If we're getting, <laughs> <laughs> if we're, on if the we're back, getting twenty five percent new buyers, we're reaching yep. the right places. Yeah. Okay, so um, let's whip on to the bigger lots that we sold. Uh, we go on about this a lot. Obviously, we're very proud of it. Sixty million pounds in those lots, over a million pounds, and there are several under offer. In fact, Johnny, I think his Devonshire Place lot, which didn't sell at ten and a half million, is has gone under offer today, which is really encouraging. Obviously, we're very excited about that. It won't be at ten and a half, but it's not far away. Um, looking down the list of bigger lots, I don't want to bag on too much about them, but I mean, we don't often have. Um, a vacant office and warehouse, and that was the biggest lot. Um, Phil sold four million pounds. That was lot twenty-four in Bognor Regis. Interestingly, Ben, your big lot last year, biggest lot last year, was the same thing: office and warehouse in Swindon. It was it? actually, yeah. 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 The, the difference with this one is it more of a residential area. Swindon was more of a commercial area. Yeah, but this, this actually had a lot of chimney pots around it. It does have an alternative use, perhaps. Yeah, and it's what our buyers like, isn't it? A bit of a difference. Um, the flexibility, the flexibility and a chance to improve it. So there wasn't really a consistency in the, I mean, it's a retail dominated auction, 66 million pounds of, of retail out of the out of the 90. I think Chris is one uh, up in Liverpool Road, Islington, nice piece, selling for a fund, um, residential income and, and a sushi bar right next door to Waitrose. I mean, why wouldn't you buy that? N1 postcode. N1, an easy buy for an overseas bidder and, and that really appealed. Um, another one, another one we did before I move on to that was one that Johnny did in Lincoln again for a fund. Um, we worked with our private treaty team on that for some time, and that was just short three point three million, lot thirty four. So this use working with our teams within all sorts, giving an extended marketing, bringing it up to auction, and, and getting it done is very effective. It doesn't happen all the time, um, but it's certainly ninety million pounds is a is a lot to be proud of. So we'll slightly smaller end of scale, scale as the C stores. Yeah, I think it's something we've sold for a long time. I think 2020, we had a bumper year of them. Um, and clearly in the news has been McColl's. And it's not just new news. They've had their problems four or five years ago with their suppliers. Yeah, they, did a, and Harvey, yeah, they yeah. did a call for cash from their investors not that long ago. Clearly challenging for them. And, and every Sunday times have been full of issues about McColl's. And every week, yeah, there's been headlines about it. And... Do you know what? There were certainly, I think there were three or four that we had in. And how do you put a price on those sort of assets in the short term with these headlines? But it's interesting. So, the beginning of marketing as a big question mark. And within a week, boom, Morrison stepped in. Exactly. Uh, so, timing was perfect from that regard. And a couple of them didn't sell under the hammer, but sold straight away afterwards. You know, 2035 fixed uplifts. Yeah. Very, very popular. I think traditionally not the greatest of real estate no mccall's is never great you know it's not their market but you're not having upper parts and sites and car parking you're just actually pretty second hand because they're more cigarettes magazines yeah. booze things like that as opposed to the other end of the s- sector which we could touch on briefly the tesco's of sainsbury's yeah um alex's colchester brand new 20-year lease 15-year break sold that was about the warehouse wasn't it turned into was it tesco's and the yeah. client actually came to us and said i've got two options for a tenant one is Tesco's, one isn't. What should I do? Is that right? And they went with Tesco's, RPI linked. 
Sold it prior for sub 4%, yeah, 3.9%, 2.4 million, it's a nice price. High street in Colchester. But this is what we thought would happen with rising inflation. You're buying into RPIs and long leases, and, and why wouldn't you, quite frankly? Although it is a big price, sub 4%. And then two more, just to briefly pick out, um, well, I mentioned actually Tesco, the tenant, they bought one at the auction again. In Aylesbury. In Aylesbury, we've seen them pop up at two or three auctions now. Yeah, they bought that Birmingham one, didn't they? Yeah. And, and um, just a couple of ends of the spectrum on... On yield on yields versus lease length, Johnny had a brand new Sainsbury's in Portsmouth, 2035 with a break, but eight years unexpired, four and a half percent. Doug had one in Harrogate with, with three years on the lease. Yeah, we all got miserable about pricing. Sub five percent. Yeah. But really, I mean that's the sort of thing our our market loves it. It's not a big lot size. Yeah. And they ain't gonna leave. Something, I, think. You know, I mean, we can all get excited about long leases, but fundamentally if the real estate is good enough. And you'll you'll see that on you know some of the bigger the lowest yields we've got for some of the bigger lots because there's options and and like the Harrogate one that's a convenience store spot but we don't want everyone asking us to price their convenience stores at sub four <laughs> percent there's the danger um Hodgie, from from food to funerals funerals it's been They're, a funeral dominated auction in the sort of subsector hasn't it it has look it's an alternative sector we look we like funeral parlors we like funeral homes the market likes it why it's internet resilient? Come on, it's a it's a certainty, isn't it? It's one of those certainties in life. Anyway, we had uh, we were very fortunate to be instructed over a, a portfolio of certain leasebacks of funeral homes in this auction. I won't bore you too much with the yields, but effectively you're looking at 15-year leases, RPI linked reviews, classic leaseback material, classic leaseback funeral parlors, very popular. They achieved between five and six and a half percent. Um, we also had one in Sidcup, which was again 15 year income, a large lot size actually at 1.3 million, and that sold to the tenant. So, um, tenant really popular. Yeah. The leaseback portfolio, Ben, was all around the country. It wasn't, it wasn't sort of sunny southeast, was it? I think it was Suffolk, Scotland. Yeah, exactly. It was all, all around the country. Good. Um, and I'll just touch on the, the boots. I mean, the auction was 66 million of retail, the boots was about 22 million. We sold uh, 15 lots with about three or four more under offer. The, the, you, you have seen these a lot uh, this year. The largest lot in this auction sold was Eltham, um, two point eight million. That's five percent. And I think one of the most competitive. You'll do help us on the bidding, Hodge. But I think Rains Park had something like ninety-five bids, lot three, um, and that ended up going at just sub four percent. That is what we've talked about before. It's not really yield. Um, it's three hundred fifty pounds a foot opposite a railway station. That's that's why people were chasing it, and certainly ninety people. There were seventeen registered bidders, so that was a, a very good day for the boots portfolio. And I believe there's a few more to come. Um, people are beginning to really buy the story of the boots, the pharmacies, healthcare, online, uh, and delivery of the prescriptions. So that's very strong. So thanks. Then to summarise, two auctions ago we were very nervous. Ben, you said it's been a nervous year. It has been a nervous year, but. Just look at the data, people. Ninety-two million pounds now. That's a very major vertical to the market. So we've got the buyers. There's no question, and every reason it should continue throughout the summer and beyond. So, thank you for uh, your time, everybody, and enjoy the Jubilee weekend. <laughs>